Welcome to another episode of Jerocast, a podcast that explores the lived experience of older adults. Today, we will be exploring both retirement homes and long-term care homes in Ontario. By the end of this episode, you should be able to compare and contrast retirement homes and long-term care homes. So, for example, the services that are provided by each facility, the application process, as well as some of the costs. And you should be able to understand the physiotherapist role in retirement homes. Before we begin, take a moment to think about what factors may lead an older adult to seek out assisted living accommodations. Now, let's take a look at some of the key differences between retirement homes and long-term care homes in Ontario. In this province, retirement homes are privately owned. The homes rent private accommodation to seniors who can live with little or no outside help. As of June 2020, according to the Government of Ontario, the cost of living in a retirement home can range anywhere from $1,500 to $6,000 per month. Since retirement homes do not provide 24-hour nursing care, they are ideal for individuals who can live with minimal to low support. In contrast, long-term care homes provide 24-hour nursing care. All personal and nursing care provided by long-term care homes in Ontario is funded by the government. Therefore, one is only responsible for covering charges such as room and board. As of June 2020, depending on the type of long-term care accommodation, for example, a private room versus a semi-private room versus a basic room, the cost per month ranges from approximately $1,890 to $2,700, according to the Government of Ontario. However, if one doesn't have enough income to pay for a basic room in long-term care, they may be eligible for a subsidy through the Long-Term Care Reduction Rate Program. Today, we are joined by our guest, Brenda, who will be speaking about her unique experience with retirement and long-term care homes. Keep in mind that her perspective represents just one of the many experiences people have had with assisted living. Welcome to the podcast. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about yourself? My name's Brenda. I'm 72 years old um, and I live in Kingston. Would you be able to share your experiences in relation to retirement homes and long-term care homes with us today? Well, my experience is probably very similar to everyone else's. You go in not even knowing what questions you should ask. And I understand um, it was primarily your mom you were dealing with in relation to the retirement home and long-term care homes? I have a mother who is now almost 94, but she had a stroke when she was 90. And up until that time, she was super active, drove her car all over the place, was never home, and then had a stroke, and that changed everything. And it became fairly obvious after she had the stroke that she wasn't going to be able to carry on living in her apartment because she just couldn't manage things like cooking uh, for herself. Um, She thought she could, but we were all very about it being very dangerous 
and we worried about her in the bathtub um, she was having a shower and you know all the things that you you start to be concerned about when they're on their own have a lifeline we bought one of those um, so that she could um, be connected to someone if something did happen but still you know it became obvious she just couldn't handle things on her own so we had to start looking for a retirement home now uh, first of all I should explain what retirement homes are they are basically rental units but you have the advantage that most of them come with a meal plan. So a lot of them have three meals a day that you pay for in your rent. And they also have PSWs and nursing staff on hand so that if you need a little extra help, you can get it if you pay for it. Because these are all for-profit homes for the most part. It's just like renting a regular apartment, except it's smaller, of course. You might have an apartment, a small apartment, or you might have just a room with your own bathroom and so on. But you get your meals. Um, you would get your room cleaned for you or your apartment cleaned for you once a week. Uh, a lot of them will do your laundry for you for a fee. Um, they will do, they will come in and help you have a shower, or you can also get that type of service through uh, the local Lynn. Uh, but basically, it's for profit, they're there to make money. Retirement home, you're paying rent, basically. So um, you can shop around in Kingston, for example, and you'll find a great range of prices. And you'll find a great range of uh, very primitive and, pro and very basic rooms, one room, to very lovely suites that you get with washers and dryers and the whole bit. And we actually ran into a problem with the last place my mother lived. They, uh, they cut the budget for the... Um, meals the meal plan and they were getting terrible meals when you're in a retirement home and you're not really feeling the way you used to feel you can't get out and do things especially in the winter time really look forward to your meals oh of course of course and they were just getting to be really bad oh that's too bad and it's not like there's much choice for the patients either right no choice, really, unless your family brings things into you. And that's what we ended up doing. It meant that really we were paying for something she wasn't getting, or she was paying for something she wasn't getting. That wasn't the only problem. They just couldn't keep staff because their wages were low. Uh, this is what happens. There, there starts to be a competition amongst uh, the homes in the area. Then whoever pays the most, that's where the people want to go, of course. So they were constantly having problems with finding staff. There was never, um, there were never enough people on any shift for anything. So she has now moved to a, a retirement home here, which has assisted living. And she's in a smaller, she was in an apartment in the last place, but this place is now one big room with its own bathroom. But she needs help. And that is included in the price that she gets on uh, 90 minutes of help per day. That's good for her because if somebody comes to help her get dressed, get her undressed at night, helps her do things when she needs them. Anyway, they're not all quite the same. But you have to really look into this sort of thing. Um, and as I said, most people get into the situation where they're looking for a place 
very quickly and all of a sudden you decide we've got to do something about this and then you start looking and you and you don't know anything about them you have to go and look and how does your mom find uh living at the retirement home does she like it does she enjoy it she seems to like it they have lots of activities in the place where she lives they have a swimming pool they do exercises she likes to participate in all that sort of things they have all kinds of entertainment coming in so there is lots going on there and how has your mom's interactions with healthcare providers been when she had the sciatica uh, the lynn organized um, physiotherapy for her uh, it was based on so many minutes per Per week, I think she got a few minutes per week. So they did come to her and they came to her, which was great. And they've all been great people that have come. She has a doctor that is the residence doctor who also seems to be very good. Uh, and she can see her I and mean, she's going to have to see her tomorrow for an appointment again. Or she's had high blood pressure. So the doctor's keeping an eye on that. And I have gone with her to visit her doctor at the retirement home so that uh, I knew that that the doctor understood some things and I knew that mom understood what the doctor had said and so on. So, yeah, I was comfortable that that was okay. The nurses are very good there. The retirement home she's in now are very good about sending out emails. So whenever there's a change in, in the way things are going to be um, happening or if they're going to have some sort of a special event for Mother's Day or Father's Day or Christmas or whatever, they send an email out. Um, so that's good. That's good communication. Let's take a moment to reflect. Based on what we've heard so far, what do you think some advantages and some disadvantages may be when living in a retirement home? Also, is there another side of the story that Brenda is not highlighting? What are some other important considerations that Brenda may not have touched upon? Feel free to pause the recording for a few minutes as you actively reflect on your thoughts. I was wondering if we could shift gears a little bit and speak about your experience with long-term care homes. Well, long-term care homes are different in that you have, you have a hospital bed in a, re- in a long-term care home, you have a room and there are three or four different types of rooms that you can get. There's a private room where you would be by yourself. There's a semi-private room where you would have a neighbor with you in the room. And then there's the ward room where there might be four people all in a room together, a little slightly bigger room. Long-term care, the Ontario government decides what is going to be paid by the people who are in long-term care. Um, The rest, the government picks up. Uh, We're all funding it as taxpayers. Long-term care is also run for profit and not for profit. That's the difference between retirement homes and long-term care. Um, I also looked into long-term care because last year, my mother had a really bad attack of sciatica and she could hardly move. And it became obvious she did need more help. So we thought, well, maybe we should look into long-term care. 
Now, first of all, you can't just say, okay, I'm going to send my mother to long-term care tomorrow. That's not the way it works. What's the application process like? <laughs> well, first of all, it goes through the LIN. So you have a care coordinator and the care coordinator looks after things like maybe you need someone to come in twice a week to give you a shower. So they will have a PSW who will show up. Anyway, this person is in charge of your case. And so if you want to, um, to apply for a long-term care home, you have to go through the uh, care coordinator. She puts in the application and fills in all the paperwork for you. And you can have up to five choices of homes. So my brothers and I went and investigated long-term care because, you, as I said, you can't just say, well, tomorrow she needs to go there. They told us that to get a private room, it would take over a year. That was the shortest term because the private rooms are more expensive, so they're not as popular. Now, from my understanding, when the Lynn eventually does contact you to notify you that a spot in long-term care is available, you have 24 hours to make this decision to take the room or not. Is that the way it works? That's the way it works because they don't want to hold those spots because there are something like 37,000 people waiting to get into, into long-term care in Ontario. So you have to make a big decision very quickly. And how is your mom doing? Do you think she'll move into long-term care anytime soon? She's feeling fine now. And if they were to call me today and say, guess what? There's a, a place for her. I would take her to look at it for sure because she actually hasn't looked. <laughs> yes, that's very important, especially if she's going to be the one living there, right? Yes, she she wasn't with us when we went to look because she wasn't up to it at the time. Um, but she would need to go and look, and then she would have to say yes or no. And if she says no, we go through the whole process again, start from scratch, go back on the list, and wait. Wow, and who knows how long that'll take to cycle back up on the list, eh? And how long has your mom been on the wait list, if you don't mind me asking? When did you put in the application? I think it was around the 1st of October last year. So I don't expect to hear for a while, but hopefully she won't need to go, especially now that she's in assisted living. Now, mind you, it's costing a lot of money, <laughs> way more than if she was in a long-term care home. It's probably twice as much. Based on all this experience you've had, is there any pieces of advice or thoughts that you'd like to share? If they have open houses at retirement homes and you're not ready for one, I'd go look anyway. <laughs> um, a lot of them will even let you stay for a meal uh, because they want you to check the place out and make sure everything's okay. I would definitely do that. Um, and I'd certainly look at several places. Long-term care, I would also do the same thing. Look into it before you need it. I found when we uh, phoned to make uh, an appointment to come for a look, there was no problem with that. They didn't mind us coming to have a look. So I would do that for sure. And you can also 
look into um, the pricing and, you know, all of that sort of thing, too. They're quite open about what things cost. That's my advice. Well, thank you so much, Brenda, for sharing your insight today. It was really great chatting with you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Today, we've had the opportunity to hear Brenda share her story about accommodations for seniors in Ontario. Specifically, she spoke about her mother's experience with different retirement homes, the long-term care application process, and highlighted some of the pros and cons of assisted living. Keep in mind that Brenda's story represents just one perspective on retirement and long-term care homes. It's important for us to remember that every person has their own unique lived experience. As we've heard, Brenda's mother currently lives in a retirement home. For your group assignment, please answer the following questions. 1. In Ontario, how are retirement homes regulated? How do these regulations differ from long-term care home regulations? 2. Compare and contrast retirement home and long-term care home funding. Be sure to include information on sources of funding, access to services offered, including physiotherapy, who provides these services, who pays, and how much does it cost? 3. Are retirement homes and long-term care homes regularly inspected? If so, what do these inspections consist of? 4. Where would you direct complaints about a retirement home in Ontario? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Jerocast. Please visit www.rehab.queensu.ca slash Jerocast to access the full list of people and resources that made this project possible. Thank you.